Hey, welcome to our podcast, Live Him Out, where our goal is to educate and motivate people how to live him out in their daily lives. For today's episode, we're going to be asking the question, is spiritual warfare for me? So welcome to our podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. If you have not liked or subscribed or shared, feel free to today and uh, let others know uh, what God is doing here and how they can be um, part of what God is doing here and know how to lift him up and truly live him out. So we're dealing with a subject today that uh, is of great interest to us. We're in the middle of a series, Pray Bold. We've talked a lot about spiritual warfare. Um, But we're asking the question today, is spiritual warfare for me? Because... You know, sometimes you hear stories about people involved in spiritual warfare. You yeah. hear about people possessed by demons, or you hear about people uh, engaged in satanic rituals. And, yeah. and if you've watched some things on movies, you think, oh, my word, I'm not sure I want to be a part of all of that stuff. That yeah. looks creepy. I'm kind of out of my league. I don't want to be involved in that. So, you know, if that's your concept of spiritual warfare, if it goes immediately to that, I get it. I, I mm-hmm. get it why mm-hmm. people would, would wonder, is this really for me? I'm, you know, I'm not there. Yeah, I'm not in that kind of environment. <laughs> therefore, eh, let somebody else do it. Yeah, yeah. out on the whole thing. Yeah. Well, and and 99.99% of people probably aren't ever going to see that in their life. Yeah. And so uh, I get it, you know, is spiritual warfare for me? But I think what we're going to address today, we're going to see some of the realities of where spiritual warfare touches our life in a very everyday thing, really, mm-hmm. in a routine that maybe we're not aware of. So, you know, I know when it comes to spiritual warfare, people start asking the question like, okay, am I supposed to be casting out demons every day? Is this something mm-hmm. supposed to be part of my routine? How do yeah. I do that? Like my morning prayer kind of thing? Or? Yeah, do I, I do that every day, you know, yeah. or, or, or do I, am I supposed to be binding some things and loosing some mm-hmm. things? And how do I do all of that? And, yeah. you know, where's what, the handbook for that and all that? Yeah, stuff. right. Well, all that. So, uh, you know, to answer the question, is spiritual warfare for me? I think we have to go back to some very foundational truths. Let's yeah. just let's lay the foundation one more time yeah. as we know it from the scripture, what the Bible says. And then I think it'll help reframe the conversation, maybe answer the question a little bit better mm-hmm. for us today. So let's start with a truth that we know, mm-hmm. but sometimes we forget, is that we are spiritual. In other words, yes. Uh, who we are is a spirit within us. I don't mean to get all it's intended to be creepy yeah, here, but no. it's just what we are. We are yeah. we are a spirit in a body. We are not yeah. a body with a spirit. Yeah, correct. Our so, identity is not in our flesh here, like our actual substance, but exactly because we know that as believers, when we die, our spirit, our true identity goes to be with the Lord. The yeah. body remains here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I stop being who I am. Yeah. It just means I'm separate from my body that I live in right now. Yeah. But right. this is this flesh is not who I am. Mm-hmm. Now, it's difficult because we know one another by our bodies. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> our identity is not in our, our body, our flesh. Now, the world today has a very, very different message. The world doesn't recognize that there is a God, that there is a a spirit. They say we are body. Therefore, whatever urge, appetite you feel, you act on. Yeah. Yeah. Because why would you not? That's who you are. Your body's asking for it. Yeah. So you yield to it. You go with it. You Mm -hmm. conform to it. And and you you follow it, whatever Mm -hmm. urge, appetite it it has. But the Bible makes it clear we are spirit before we Mm -hmm. are body. 
And um, as believers, our spirit has been redeemed. It's been made new. So now I am I am accepted in Christ. I am loved. I am whole. I am uh, free from my sin. I'm free from my guilt, or the guilt of my sin. I'm now seeking to walk in the spirit and not yeah. in the flesh. I'm seeking mm-hmm. to, uh, as one who has the spirit of God within me, uh, made one with my spirit, I'm now wanting to walk in obedience. I'm not yeah. a sinner trying to do better. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a saint. I'm a yeah. redeemed, redeemed believer mm-hmm. in Christ exactly. who now lives to obey him. So I've got to, I've got to remember that. This I am a spirit. I am not my thoughts. I am not my emotions. I am not my urges. I am not my appetites. I am a spirit, and God has redeemed me and called me. So I'm part of a church. Mm-hmm. I'm part of proclaiming the gospel. I'm part of the calling to make disciples, to serve one another, to be the pillar of truth. So I have to remember all of this. This mm-hmm. is this is foundational. Mm-hmm. People who have not come to Christ, they are in the flesh. Their spirit is darkened. They're, they are serving themselves. They are walking in uh, condemnation. They're walking in um, self, pleasing yeah. themselves. So you're either... Um, your spirit has been redeemed or it has not, but that regardless, you're still spirit at your core. So uh, based on that, then everything that we do is spiritual. So as believers, when I choose to read the Bible, I'm doing something that feeds my spirit. I'm speaking truth. I'm obeying what God Mm -hmm. says. I'm I'm wanting to think his thoughts. I'm wanting to uh, meditate, to worship, to pray. Those are spiritual. Spirit things. I'm yeah. feeding my spirit, growing yeah. in my spirit. But I think even more, even in that, is everything we do. Everything we do is spiritual, even in our relationships. It's mm. it's spirit with spirit relationships. It's not just body to body or anything like that. But it's True. it's all the more. This is, I am a spirit. So everything that I interact with is spiritual at that matter. At that, it's true. At that point, it's true. Uh, for example, within marriage, yeah, uh, in a, in a marriage. It's not just emotion to emotion or mind yeah. to mind or even body to body. Yeah. It's spirit to spirit. And that's yes. when there's true intimacy. Yes. It's not just a physical thing. Yeah. It's a spirit thing. Absolutely. So you're right. And and these are the things like reading your Bible, obeying what God says. Those are things that help feed your spirit and help yes. guide and direct. Yes. yes. But it doesn't mean if you're not doing reading the Bible, obeying God, then it's not spiritual. Right. Mm. Everything, <clears throat> Everything that we is do is because we are a spirit. True. With a body, you're right. So, so how we interact with life, mm-hmm. circumstances, God, yeah. one another, yeah, is all spiritual. Yes. Um, so then we have to also acknowledge what the Bible says that there are forces that would want to keep us from walking in that. Yeah, from feeding our spirit, from growing. Yeah, spirit. and and some of those are one our own flesh, our mm-hmm. old patterns, yeah. mm-hmm. the way we used to live. They they want their way still. And yeah. so I'm I'm seeking now to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. Mm-hmm. But it, it wants its way. It wants to be served. It wants to not be uh, discomforted. It wants to uh, get what it wants. But then uh, not just our flesh, but the, the culture around us um, is trying to war against us. It's trying to keep us from walking in this yeah. reality that there is a God and there is redemption and there is a purpose and I am loved and I am called to a holy calling. So uh, the ways of the world, the culture, the crowd around us, and even even wrong teaching 
you know, within the church sometimes. Yeah. Um, wars against us living a, a, a spiritual life mm-hmm. and living in that. So um, with all of that, we have to recognize that there are forces that would want to keep us from walking in the Spirit. And of course, Scripture speaks about that. In 2 Corinthians 10, says, though we walk in the flesh, our bodies and in, this, in the world we live in, we do not war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That's all spiritual. Yes. So within anyone, there can be, uh, agreements that we make with the enemy. There mm-hmm. can be strongholds that developed mm-hmm. or habits or patterns or ways of thinking that have to be pulled down, and those are spiritual. Yep. Right. Um, it's easy in the culture because what we've been taught that the culture would say, well, there's not spirit and there's not God. There are psychological issues. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. um, dysfunctions. There are patterns that really have nothing to do with God. But the Bible looks at it differently and says, no, there's there's actually a spirit of fear. There's a spirit of defiance, a spirit of arrogance, a spirit of lying, a spirit of heaviness. And so now now you have to reframe everything because if that's true, then it's not just my Enneagram pattern, you know? It's not just my... uh, It's not just trauma that I went through. Yeah. It's not just, you know, one thing, but it's right. this is a whole big picture life story stuff. Yeah, and again, it reframes it all. There's This is a spirit. And so now, if that's true, then now I am engaged in a war yes. every day. Whether you recognize it or not. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, I'm in a war to walk out my faith Yes, um, because Everything about the culture and the world is antagonistic to it, even my own flesh yes, as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, I, I was thinking, I think it's in Colossians where it's talking about you have been transferred from the kingdom of darkness to yeah. the kingdom yeah. of light. Yes. And there's several passages that <clears throat> speak on that there, there's these two kingdoms, there's yeah. two allegiances mm-hmm. that a spirit will make. You're born into. Yep. Darkness. Yeah. You are yeah. born separate from God. You are yeah. born into sin. Mm-hmm. But whenever we choose, whenever we are saved, then our allegiance is now to Christ. We yeah. operate in a different system. Our spirit now is surrendered to his way, his mm-hmm. will, his ways. Yeah. yeah. And that is battle because yes. <laughs> there's still there's two kingdoms that are existing exactly. in one place that are gonna be warring that are against each against, other. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. And we know that warfare within us every day, you know, the the warfare to to do what's right, you know, yes. just to, to think right thoughts, to yeah. not let my emotions reign, yeah. mm-hmm. to not follow the ways of the world, to not yield to temptation. Yeah. That's, that's war. all a war. Whether That's that's why, like, the question is spiritual warfare for me. It's like, the answer is yes. Mm. Now, it's to what degree do you realize that, yeah. that you're in spiritual warfare already? Yeah. Because if we are spiritual... And everyone is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Whoever you come up against, whoever you encounter, that's spirit and spirit. If you're both in the kingdom of light, that's great. That's awesome. There should be unity there. Mm-hmm. If one's in the kingdom of light, one's in the kingdom of darkness, that's opposing. So right. 
in turn, there would be warfare to some degree there. Yeah. There would be some persuasions that will try to be made. There will be some agreements that are trying to be made, all yeah. that stuff. And that will cause a war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even when, when Paul writes in Ephesians and says, he, he says, finally, my brethren, so he's writing to believers. Mm-hmm. So these are people <clears throat> in the kingdom. <clears throat> he says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So as believers, yes. we are you're in the war. Yes. Uh it it you don't that's not an optional piece. <clears throat> you know, can I be in the war? Am I am I in the war? Yeah. Yes, you're in the war. You're born into a war. Yeah. Like the people who say, uh, <clears throat> spiritual warfare stuff, eh, it's not really for me. Well, well I hate to say it, but it sounds like you just got taken over. Yes, you're you actually are a captive. Yeah. It so. sounds like you are in bondage. It sounds like you're the one that's in the prison of the other team. <laughs> right. May not recognize no, it. Yeah. May not know it. But if you're not fighting against it, then you must <clears throat> kind of yeah. by definition, you're a captive yeah. of it. Yeah. Again, I think spiritual warfare is not just <clears throat> the person that's casting out a demon. Spiritual warfare is not just the person who comes up against a witch and is like, mm-hmm. oh, let me cast a demon out of you. But it's the person who says, Am I going to choose the truth or am I going to choose the lie? Am I going to walk in the truth? Am I going to deny myself? Am I going to deny the flesh? Yeah. Or am I going to walk in the spirit? Whatever that that right there is warfare. Is warfare. Every every day everyone encounters warfare to some degree yeah. with truth. Right. Right. And those are again, they're not just psychological. No. Uh, they may have some psychological components to it. Exactly. Um, but you know, in all honesty, I've I've wrestled over time in my life with a couple of you know spirit of fear and a spirit of even heaviness at times. Mm-hmm. But I have to war against that. Uh, I can't. Mm-hmm. I if I if I relent or give up believing truth, praying, worshiping, yeah. uh, I know I I would become captive. I'd yeah. be enslaved. So here's the question then: How in your life did you find yourself oppressed? We'll say or taken over by the spirit of fear. What led you to that? Because yeah. it's not just like one day you woke up and you're like, I think I have a spirit of fear on, in my life. Yeah, and and I want to clarify one other thing before we before I answer that is yeah. that, you know, sometimes Christians think, well, uh, I'm a Christian. I can't be possessed by a demon. Okay, you can't be housed by a demon because the spirit of God is within you. That doesn't mean you can't be... Deceived by doctrines of demons. Deceived, <laughs> that's, that's right, thing, yeah. and led astray. Uh, we can be. Mm-hmm. If that wasn't true, then Paul wouldn't have said, "Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might, and and put on the whole armor so that you can stand mm-hmm. against the wiles of mm-hmm. the devil." No, you you can be. You can be um, deceived. You can be yes. led astray, stuck you, in bondage. You can be oh. in bondage. You yeah. can have strongholds that mm-hmm. develop, even as a believer. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, you see, even in the garden, in the beginning, with yeah. Eve, they. Adam and Eve have complete communion with God. They're living yeah. in the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. But you have Satan, the serpent, who who says, did God really say, mm-hmm. which starts with that yeah. subtle deception. Yes. So, and she was deceived. She mm-hmm. she did make yes. an agreement with him. Yes. Like, well, maybe he didn't really, or yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah, she absolutely. Chose. Absolutely. Right. So back to the question, how, how did that show up in my life? Mm-hmm. It showed up at a point where all of a sudden I recognized the effects of it in my life. I recognized like, you know, panic disorder and difficulty and wanting to be around people and uh, depression. And uh, that's when it showed up. Those are more of the manifestations mm-hmm. of it. Of a spiritual root. 
Yeah, of a spiritual root. And so as I began to pray, seek counsel, read a lot of books and and dive into this, I realized, okay, I'd, I'd made some agreements. I, mm-hmm. I'd made some agreements even about um, faith itself, that it was all really on me. It was up to me. Mm-hmm. I had to make sure I kept all the rules. And as a result of not being able to keep all the rules, what it produced in me was spirit of fear. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. Yes, I'm not going to be able to be able to do this whole thing, and so it produced a spirit of panic and disorder yep. and 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 confusion in my life, mm-hmm. and it led me fearful of all situations and fearful of people. Yeah. And I didn't measure up, and I'm not like them, and I got to try harder, and it just it just became a pit. Yeah, absolutely for me. So that's a spirit of fear began to take over my life. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything about me, I yeah. was. I was afraid of. Mm-hmm. And so I I have to recognize and that that's a war for me. I, yeah. I still am choosing to believe truth over my own flesh thoughts yeah. and understanding emotions. or all that those stuff. are yeah. those are patterns and agreements Absolutely. I made in the past and I have to war against those. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and speak truth and and know that I'm in a war. Yeah, for sure. So. And and like with a spirit of fear, it's not just like Oh, for the person that gets scared during a thunderstorm or something like that. That's not, a, oh, you're oppressed by a spirit of fear kind no. of thing. It may be a circumstantial, I'm scared or something like that. But right. I think to define a spirit of fear or a spirit of pride or a spirit of heaviness, something like that, is mm-hmm. something that um, is more of a long-term, this is like your, your lifestyle is yeah. this. It's not just, oh, for these 10, 20, 30 minutes, I was fearful mm-hmm. or for this, you know, half a day or something like that because of a circumstance but it's whenever your life is bent towards I am stuck in fear. Everything yeah. someone says, everything someone does, everywhere I go, all of those right. things. Whenever or you, pride or lying. Yes, and absolutely. Yeah. All those yeah, things. Or, whenever or condemnation or guilt or yes. shame or whatever it might be. And it's all of those things happen because of agreements you've made prior to. Yeah. Whenever you're saying, oh, I'm, I must be this mm-hmm. this level of good. Mm-hmm. I must do this much. Mm-hmm. God doesn't really care for me. As soon as you start making all of those agreements or exactly all, whatever, that will lead you down paths of heaviness and fear and all those things to where mm-hmm. you are taken captive basically yep, in true. the war because you're not living the truth. You're not fighting against it with the sword of the spirit and all, or all that stuff, right. you know? Yeah. Well, so like, I think it's 1 Timothy 1, 7, God has not given us a spirit yes. of fear, exactly. but yeah. of power and love uh-huh. and a sound mind. And that, you know, that becomes my mantra yes. then. I have to remind right. myself, okay, this sense or spirit or yeah. uh, consuming thought pattern of yeah. fear, that's not from God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So don't yeah. accept it as that. War against it. And, mm-hmm. then, and, and remember... No, I have a spirit instead of power yes. and of uh, love yes. and a sound mind. Yes. So I'm, I war against that. Mm-hmm. And I, I've got three against your one. Against your yes. spirit of fear, yeah. I have a spirit of power and of love Absolutely. and a sound mind. Absolutely. So, boom, you know, yeah. uh, Jesus wins. Take that. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the thing that to me is, is frustrating and I think blinds people is that they say, oh, well, I'm just fearful because it's my personality. Right. I'm just fearful because I went through something one time and now that's just my life. Yeah. Oh, I'm just fearful because my emotions are bent out of whack. So mm-hmm. I need something externally to come solve my fear. Right. And not recognizing that it's 
at the root spiritual yeah. and that it, at the root, it can't be fixed by an outside, you know, and it has to be solved from the in to the out. Yeah. And that that's what truth does. Yeah. Truth exactly. comes exactly and, and fights against spirits. Yes. Sets the captives free. And, set, exactly. and truth being the word of God. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Not, not my truth, your truth. Their yes. truth exactly. thing. Yeah. yeah. Not like, okay, well, this will make me happier. Therefore that's the truth. And now yeah. the spirit of fear is gone. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I think then we could draw some conclusions and know this is true as well, is that when you sense any resistance to following Jesus with your whole heart and life, that's warfare. It's time yes. for warfare in yeah. that moment. So anything, whatever it might be, that mm-hmm. keeps you from following Christ with your whole heart and your whole life, that is the time for warfare. So yes, mm-hmm. warfare is for every believer. It's for everyone, it, yes. So if I if I sense it in my spirit, deep within me, if I sense again a spirit of fear, a spirit of anxiety, a spirit of depression, a spirit of arrogance, a spirit of shame, whatever that is, that's a spiritual war in that moment. And so if if you are um, seeing a counselor or a therapist to help with any of those areas, I pray that who you're seeing is a spiritual person yes. who has truth, yes. who has God's word and is directing you toward a, a battle that's spiritual, yes. not just a battle that is uh, mental, emotional, or even physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recognize that, again, any of those emotional issues can have um, physical side effects to them and that there may there may be a time for some people where some medication can help bring back some physical balance where there's been imbalance just as in i mean with our body we're going to get sick sometimes we're going to get hurt sometimes where we're going to require some medical attention yep Mm -hmm. absolutely that can happen can happen as well but as long as we recognize that there are also spiritual components that are really the core of who we are and what's needed is truth in those situations Mm -hmm. to set a captive free to set us free to bring longer term healing not not dependence on a an outside source, but dependence on the spirit to be transformed inside. Exactly, so, yeah. So if you sense a battle in your emotions to follow Christ, that's a warfare moment. Yes. If you're sensing thoughts that are conflicting, mm-hmm. that that are against truth from Scripture, that, exactly. that's warfare. Yeah. Uh, if you're sensing in your actions or a habit or, 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 or a temptation, that's a warfare moment. So yes, everyone is is in the battle yes. at this point. Sadly, as you mentioned earlier, some people don't recognize the fact that they're in the battle, mm-hmm. that, that there's a war. Mm-hmm. They dismiss it. So uh, one of my favorite movies is The Matrix. <clears throat> and it. Uh, I know there's some language in it, but if you can see past the language sometimes in it, uh, <clears throat> that are sometimes in it, you can see a powerful picture there because the concept mm-hmm. is that they're... Uh, the, the population of the world has been taken captive <clears throat> and they are uh, hooked up into this matrix, this false world. And while their bodies are actually being kept in a, a watery grave, this cable is plugged into their mind and in their mind, they are living out a reality. Yeah. They're walking through life. They're relating with people. Yeah. They're going through circumstances but they don't know that they're actually a slave the entire time. Right. Yep. And so um, if you 
the concept of the matrix is that these people are walking around and they don't know that they're enslaved. They yeah. don't know that they're held captive. And so uh, someone comes in, the one comes in to save them from the matrix. Um, but that's how it is today. A lot of people yes. uh, are enslaved and don't recognize mm-hmm. that they're enslaved. Well, and, so and that's what Jesus said. He came to set the captives free, yeah. saying that there are people who are taken captive. Yes. There are people who are being held in captivity. Yep. So as believers, that becomes part of our mission yeah. is to help free the captives, yeah. people yeah. who are enslaved mm-hmm. by Satan, by yes. the world system, by yeah. their flesh, mm-hmm. that we seek to set them free. Free yeah. to live mm-hmm. life yes. in Christ, and the only thing that sets them free is the truth. There's, yeah. you're not going to do anything else other than the truth, other than speaking the truth. That's mm-hmm. going to set them free. Mm-hmm. You have to coat all of that in prayer. You have to do the spiritual warfare of prayer. But the spiritual warfare, in as just as real as it is in prayer, is the reality of you have to speak the truth. Yeah, the person who does not hear the truth. Is not going to be set free, and yeah. well, and that has become so taboo in mm-hmm. our culture yes. today. Yes, it's speaking <clears throat> the truth to somebody, yeah. everything that is in in our culture is you want to you don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. Yeah. They have a certain me, truth. Yeah. They have a certain way that they think they should live their life. So you want to coddle them, or you want exactly. to allow mm-hmm. them to be who they are. Mm-hmm we've lost the sense of objective truth. We've yes. lost the sense yes. that that is a real thing. Yeah. Where like you look at Jesus's life and he's not known as the guy who was just nice to everyone all the time. But right. many times he was even run out of his own, run out of the town he was in. Like yep. people looking to stone him yep. because of the things he had said. And then we're over here like, oh, I might get canceled on social media. <laughs> like I can't say the truth. And it's like yeah. so crazy. How the spiritual warfare that we do not, step up with. You yeah. do not step up and encounter. Yeah. So again, personally, anytime you experience any kind of resistance to wholehearted following Jesus, that's the moment of warfare mm-hmm. for us personally. Mm-hmm. So that means I need to have truth coming into me. I need to be praying. I need to develop my faith. I need to be a part of a body of believers where others are speaking truth to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm part of speaking truth in that context. I am serving. I am... Yeah. I am I am plugged in. That's essential for believers. That's mm-hmm. it's part of the warfare. In fact, uh, Jesus said it, it's only the church that has the power to stand against the gates of hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, we're called to the warfare, and we we should recognize that. Recognize it throughout our day. Right. I'm engaged in it. Yep. Well, uh, one thing I'm thinking is like you have the picture of a battlefield. And mm. if you're you're born on the battlefield, mm. you're there, you're True. part of it. Yep. And that's where you see some systems that God has put in place. He put in place the system of a family mm. where you, yep. now you have a child who's born into a battlefield. So parents are gonna pick that child up and say, here's, here's what's true, here's where it's safe. We're right. gonna make sure that this area is clear. We're gonna attack this. Yeah. Um, and then you also have the system of the church. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're running around Good. just as a family or as an individual Scattered, yeah. on a battlefield, exactly. your chances of survival are not going to be that exactly. great. Right. Whereas if you have a whole gathered yep. people with you. Yes. And I think that's why those things are so essential. Those are things that God has put in place for us to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it's a spiritual war. Mm-hmm. So again, personally, if I recognize any resistance, that's warfare time. It's time to get to get into the get engaged in the battle. Mm-hmm. But also, whenever we 
know someone who is experiencing resistance to following Jesus, that's also a warfare moment. Yes. So it could be family member, spouse, child, other relative, friend, neighbor, coworker. When you are seeing them wrestle with following Christ with their whole life, that is a spiritual moment. That's a spiritual warfare moment. They are they're engaged in a battle, whether they recognize it or not. Yep. The enemy is after them, whether they recognize it or not. Mm-hmm. And But for those who do recognize it, we can actually go to war for them. Yes, We can encourage them. We can share truth with them. And we can go to battle in prayer for them. We can right. have spiritual war for them, even though they might not know or, or be aware of what is happening in the moment. I can go to battle for them. That's interceding in scripture Mm -hmm. is for that purpose. I I go to war for them. And so it's easy in that moment um, if there's someone you know who is resistant to following Christ with their whole life. There can even be uh, conflict that develops between you and them. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get so focused on them in the moment. Oh, they're the problem and they're my enemy and the Bible says, "No, we don't. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. You know, well, this 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 person in my community is the enemy, or this person in government is the enemy. No, our our battle is not is not against the the people necessarily. Yep. It's against the Bible says principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this age, and against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. In other words, there is a whole network and a hierarchy of spiritual." demonic forces mm-hmm. that are seeking control and reigning power in people's lives and often have it. They have complete control over them, even though the people don't recognize it. Yep. And so yep. <clears throat> our task is to go to war on their behalf. Yes. And God gives us the weapons to actually engage in that war, pull down strongholds, fight against those forces when the person that we love is incapable of that in the moment. Mm-hmm. So what a fascinating, you know, yeah. gift that God's given us to be able to do exactly. that. Exactly. And intercede for people uh, and go to war for them on their mm-hmm. behalf. So again, is spiritual warfare for me? Yes. yes most definitely. It's for That's you 100. personally and it's for the people in your life. So what an opportunity for you know parent to pray for their child, mm-hmm. to recognize the areas where that child um you know, needs to trust in Christ fully, mm-hmm. uh, needs to see areas redeemed, needs to learn faith. And you pray, you pray mm-hmm. specifically, you can pray intelligently and you can pray powerfully for them or to pray for a spouse and go to war yep. for them, to uh, to pray for a loved one, mm-hmm. to pray for someone we know that's enslaved, um, blinded, uh, resistant. We don't have to count them as, um, you know, hopeless cause. Yeah. They can actually stand in the gap for them Yes, and pray for them, pray for God to work. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we are involved in a war. Um, the church is, is at war. As, as Brianna pointed out, we're born into this warfare uh, already. We're born in the, the battlefield. We don't have that option to not be. Exactly. Uh, and it, it is, um, is dangerous and the costs are high. And, um, the prize is great, and yep. it's it's true in our day. Uh, Paul would write to Timothy and say that in the latter times, 
uh, many or some, it says, many will depart from the faith. They'll, they'll leave what they once proclaimed. They'll leave engagement, involvement in a church. They'll leave this commitment that they made to Christ. And he says, here's why. They will give heed. They will make agreements with. They will lean into deceiving spirits. Yep. Deceiving spirits. The deceptive spirits will come along and cause people to walk away. So, you know, I think those are at play today. There, there are spirits that are uh, at work to tell people, is, is all this stuff really real? Is God good? Is God gracious? Is God true? Is there really only one truth? It, aren't you really just a collection of all your impulses, urges, and desires? Are you really that stuff that the Bible says? All of those are deceiving spirits. You can't trust that, man. You know church is fake. You yeah. know church isn't real. You know those people are a bunch of phonies. You know that stuff's not real. All of that stuff, they're just deceptive agreements yeah. that the enemy is looking for people to buy into. Deceptive spirits, deceiving spirits, and and doctrines of demons, it says, that people will yield and give way and be taken captive. And that often means they're not even aware. People will, will be taken captive and deceived into that and think they are right. And boy, uh, we see that at play in our world today. Mm-hmm. So many deceptive philosophies. Um, but it calls, God calls the church to warfare. We're in it, whether we wanted to be in it or not. Yep. It's up to us to be engaged at a spiritual level, uh, not just psychological, not just mental, emotional. Uh, the church is called to war. So. Yep. so let's not walk through the battlefield unaware and oblivious to what's going on. Let's yes. be intentional. Let's recognize the sense of urgency. What is at stake? People's souls exactly. at stake. Yes. Eternity. Eternity <laughs> at yeah. stake. Mm-hmm. And, and let's be aware yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, absolutely. Is spiritual warfare for me? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I think we've answered that. So, uh, I appreciate uh, Brianna and Truett today and us being together to talk about this. This is, um, some of this is new for uh, us, even, and our mm-hmm. church and things mm-hmm. we're learning. But uh, because God calls us to it, we will be engaged in it. And yep. uh, we'll learn, we'll grow, and we'll fight, we'll put on the armor. And uh, some of that may be clunky and awkward at first, but uh, it's okay. Yeah. Called to it. I'm in it. I'm ready. And um, I, I hope this has been encouraging to you as you've watched. I encourage you to check out some of our other messages on YouTube and uh, some of our Pray Bold series as we see how God calls us to pray bold, uh, even in spiritual warfare and interceding for those that we love. So. Uh, Thank y'all again for today, and thank y'all for being a part of our podcast as we lift them up and live them out.